Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just leave me alone. God, you pill. I'm trying to help you. I know. All you had to do head. Great intro. God. Catherine's attacking me again. Anyway, he's got he's got the cord wrapped around his foot. I'm trying to help him, and he starts crabbing. This is why you're going right in the home. I was doing this. Right in the home? Yeah, if you need any help. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. A personal attack. Welcome to the family with... Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Andy Brampernard. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. And Krabby Appleton. Mm, There you go. That's how it started. Krabby Appleton. Let me help you. What are you, two? Pretty. That was a pretty good impression of me, I thought. It was. Really very close. I was very, very close. So I'm wearing a different shirt now than I was wearing on the morning show because you can only see me from here up. So I didn't notice it. I thought it's because you were a fashion icon. Fashion icon. Mm -hmm. But yeah. See, I cut myself right here shaving this morning. Oh, dear. And I got blood all over my shirt, and I didn't know I did. Great. Yeah. So I changed shirts so I wouldn't be all bloody. But they couldn't see it on the air anyway, so that's good. It's been a bloody week at the house. It's been a bloody... Why? What else has been bloody? Uh, Ethan broke open his toes. Oh, that's right. Riding his little bike so hard that he (laughs) cut his toes. You never, ever, ever want to ride any type of bike Ever without shoes on. I seem to remember Sage Rasmussen going stark naked on his (laughs) Strider bike. No, have to learn. And then we had to, and then we had to like pick him up and be like, "You can't ride this without, without clothes. It doesn't matter, but you need shoes. We do unless you're like unless you're on the carpet or inside or something. Then you don't need shoes. Well, the problem is Ethan went from a top speed of one mile an hour to like. 10 miles an hour over the course of two days. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Picked well, it up really quickly. The... He sure did. Well, yeah, because that you have one of those tiny little itty-bitty it's bikes. A Montessori yeah, it's a Montessori balance thing. bike. It has four wheels, but they're oh, really yeah, close together, so there is, a, you know, yeah, there so is pushing and gliding and balancing yeah, so it's like, involved. Yeah, like yeah. it's a teeny bopper. Yeah. Is that, would that be a quadrike then? Because it's a bike, a trike, and a quadrike? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. What the... I would guess so. I don't know. Alex, I wish you would have been at Stressa last night. Oh we went to Stressa for dinner. It was so damn cool because Ethan loves the food at Stressa like you wouldn't believe. And he would take a bite and go, yummy. <laughs> It was oh. hilarious. Okay. Yeah, he ate, I don't know how much bolognese. A lot God. of spaghetti. A lot of spaghetti. <laughs> Isn't he not supposed to have a lot of gluten? It was gluten-free. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gluten-free. Nice. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. But he did also have a slice of bread. Slice of bread. We got there, and it was like he has to eat something. Half yeah. an order of, of spaghetti bolognese. Mm-hmm. Get a chocolate. Get a profiterol. Profiterol. And, and yeah, some ice cream. Mm-hmm. And ice cream. And he's licking the plate of the profiterol. <laughs> Just oh going to town, <laughs> spaghetti all over his face, yeah, chocolate all over his face. If dog had thumbs, that's how it would eat <laughs> off that plate. <laughs> Smiling, I mean, because he does not, you know, he's two, so he does not like to sit for any no, length of time. No, he does not. So taking him out to dinner is a huge crap shoot all the time. 
as most two-year-olds are it is with with is whatever i'm trying to say something and uh he just was very happy to shove it in his yapper oh god he was so happy with that food he got and claudio the owner of the restaurant was sitting about 15 feet away laughing and he's going yummy throwing his hands up in the air (laughs) he was very happy very cute and he went have you ever noticed the fish at the chinese restaurant alex no we've never gone over there Right Never over by Stressa, there's a Chinese no. buffet type of place. Okay. Crassy buffet. Crazy. Yeah. And they've got a... The disease is backwards. You ever notice that? That's right. It's Crassy. No. It's the Crassy buffet. Go. I've heard it's actually pretty good. Um, yep. haven't been there, but they have koi ponds out front. Yeah. So oh, okay. that was a... It's actually a really nice, like, they, yeah. they've got a little clean. waterfall and a bunch of koi. Yeah, and, yeah they do. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's actually really nice, and Ethan loved that. Yeah, too. our yeah. neighbor went there one time, um, Lisa. The one that was on yeah. this show. Yep. And she said it's a great place to go for lunch. I don't know why. But she likes lunch. Sounds good to me. Yep. Okay. I don't go out to lunch much, but if I ever do, I'll try that place. Oh God, I gotta show the listeners this. Look at this. This is this is the woman I'm married to that has this cup. Her ladyship. Yeah. She yeah. got Our, it at the Downton Abbey thing. For a long time. I know. That was my Downton Abbey. That's my Downton Abbey phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a, this is Downton Abbey. As a matter of <laughs> fact, I think I bought it at the Downton Abbey yeah. thing we went to. Thing in, yeah. at the square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had like See? a display of all the costumes and or wait, things. It no, travels I think, around. I think Becky brought that for you. Mm, I don't think so. Because there was a Downton Abbey thing. And then she brought you a... Did she? Mu- I yeah, I think I... she might have bought that for you. Oh, well, thanks, Becky. If that's <laughs> is she going to swing over to the United States again soon? Potentially in October. We will see. Oh, in October. Okay. I like her a lot. She's a very pleasant person. She is. She is. And her dad is nice. I'm like, I've never met her mother, I don't think. No, I don't think she ever no, came over. She's never been over here. She's never been over here. Never met her dad came over. Yeah. Twice, I think, we met him. Yeah. yeah. I think that's true. So what's in the news? Anything big going on? Well, state of Minnesota wants to make it so that homeowners or any people that aren't union members can't buy more than a gallon of paint. What? Well, how much paint do you really need? Well... To paint your house more than I gallon. had to buy a ton of paint to do uh, to do the woodwork. Who's going to paint house? their house? Too much work. <laughs> I have a question for you. So... They're forcing you to hire a painter? Basically, that's, well, or make a painter buy you the paint. Okay, let me just point something out <laughs> to all the politicians in the lovely state of Minnesota. You are taking away more and more and more people's freedoms. What are you, communist Russia? Well, what this, are you doing? Well, what this is, is this is, oh, once again, it's overreach so it that is. the government can make a union happy yep. and get votes and get votes it's all to get votes it's always about getting votes unbelievable it's just that's the most disgusting thing i've ever heard so now they don't want you to be able to paint your own house uh there's no restriction on you doing the work it's how much paint you can buy but i mean if you're going to go to it they're not going to do it for free tell you what kind of paint to buy They'll get paid for doing that. I don't know. Maybe you have to go to a, maybe all paint stores have to become union shops and you have to have a contractor go in and buy the paint for you at a markup so that you can do it yourself. Look, I'm a union guy. I've been in the SAG and after union since I was a teenager. 
I'm, you know, I've always been a union. I got nothing against unions. I do have a lot against politicians using unions to buy votes. That I do not like. No, that should be frowned upon for anybody. Why do they have to keep doing stuff like that? Oh, I, I just—it's just unbelievable. You watch the news now; it's like, really? That's what you're. This is what the news is, huh? Well, that's unfortunate. It's just keeping tabs on what the government's up to. I guess I don't know what to tell you, but it's just—I really wish they would get their nose out of our. Well, I mean, everything you look at that we do now in America is all based on one of the other parties getting votes. It's what it's all about. It's about money and votes, right? Yeah. Andy just found it. He didn't think it was real. The other Andy found it. Well, thank you, the other Andy. There's another Andy. Let's see. What does this say? Uh, the sale of solvent-based paint materials is restricted to those persons licensed, et cetera, et cetera. Under section 326B.61. Mm, which we're all familiar with. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, oh, it, does, it excludes sales of paints that are sold in containers that are a gallon or less in volume. So you can still buy paint as much as you want, but you have to buy it by the gallon. You can't buy like oh, the a five-gallon. Oh, the large which is cheaper. Oh, of course it is. A oh. lot cheaper. The big ones are a lot cheaper. Well, why? Why? I mean, how are they even saying that this is something that they should be doing? Or who comes up with this crap? I don't I've, really know why I've purchased would... five-gallon buckets of paint before when I was going to do a, a I remember that, couple yeah. of rooms. Well, apparently not anymore. I just, why is it any of their business how you buy your paint? I don't know. That means, and I'm very serious about this, whether I'm in radio or podcasting, you should not be able oh. to use your ears without asking me first. Go up to that paragraph. Except as otherwise like provided didn't listen by to a word law, I said, but no you know. individual shall perform or supervise painting work. Oh, God. Unless the individual's licensed. Huh. You have to be licensed to paint your own house. This doesn't. This is not going to pass. There's no way. People oh, will freak out. No, so it's, it's a bill spending, that's been uh, introduced recently. But this is what they're spending their time on, I know. is writing mm -hmm. bills like this. It's all about votes and money. Oh, that's who's all gonna, anything's about. Who does this help, is the thing? Uh, politicians. Well, but how does it help politicians? Well, do painters this, even have a union? Oh, God, I'm yes. sure they, they do. do. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, and contractors all have a union, or... I don't know about contracts. I didn't think contractors had a union. I don't Not know. in Minnesota, but maybe that's what they want. I just, I really wish Minnesota would get their nose out of everyone else's business. It's getting today. It's, that's, that's really overreach by, on steroids. Certainly is, unfortunately, but it's, and once again, it's not to help the painters out to get, make them more money. It's about getting the painters to vote for them so they can make more money. What happens if you have a very old log cabin in the middle of nowhere and no contractor wants to come up and paint your log cabin? Then you can't get paint yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's That'd be really great. Well, there's a, there's a, gonna be a very, black market for paint. Very yeah. easy loophole here. Hmm. A paint contractor means any person et cetera, et cetera, who engages in paint labor through negotiations. So if I say, here you go, here's 10 bucks, paint my house, you're now a paint contractor. Probably so, have to pay a fee to the state. I don't, doesn't say. Well, then why do all of this crap? If they're not going to make money off of it or get votes, then why do it? I don't know. This doesn't make any sense at all. This sounds like something that, like, a lunatic came up with. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to agree like, with that. Because it's like, it doesn't help anyone. 
No. It doesn't really make any sense at all. No. It's it like helps. it's like putting restrictions in place just for the sake of restrictions. Yep. But it is about getting votes. That's what it's about. That's what everything's about. It's very but interesting. Who would vote for this? Uh, no, no, I'm talking about voting for the right candidate for president, senator, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, but I think what he's talking about is if this helps a group of people who could be a voting block, then they will pass things. Absolutely. Which is going to make it? people resent painters. <laughs> Probably I already true. resent painters. My gosh, they charge a lot. They do, but painting is awful. Painting I'm, is I'm tedious. happy to pay someone to paint things. <clears throat> Most people God, are. God, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive, but it is crap work. I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to run it by the three of you, and the listeners uh, to the early show heard this earlier, but I don't know why this anyone would ever do this. Did you hear about Starbucks new coffee? Starbucks new the Oleato or whatever Oleato um, whatever it's called Oleato <laughs> I don't know Starbucks just debuted pork flavored coffee Okay no what no That is a <laughs> that's a Futurama joke from 25 years ago right pork flavored gum what? Starbucks just debuted pork flavored okay. coffee. I'm gonna try to order right it there. on the Starbucks app and pork see. Fla- oh, 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 only in China though. Okay, I was well, it's only say, in China. I was gonna say there's oh, that kind this of is clickbait. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way in America. No. It's a lunar new. Oh, because is it the oh. year of the pig? It must be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, lunar New Year this month. You're absolutely right. I was hoping that you were gonna say that they were gonna um, release a coffee that didn't taste like burnt toast or whatever. Uh, the pistachio. Latte with oat milk. Now we're talking. No, it is oh, not the so year good. of the pig, so... I say, I thought it was the year of the dragon. dragon. Yeah, that's Apparently what Apparently, I mean. eating meat means prosperity. Any kind of meat. I am not it very prosperous. true in a lot of cultures. I am not prosperous. <laughs> Even flavored? Yeah, eating. it's not eating meat. It's drinking yeah. flavor. <laughs> yeah, it's artificial like the flavor. the opposite of eating meat. Unbelievable. Braised pork latte. Hmm. Espresso, milk, Yuck. and Dong Po braised pork flavor sauce. Flavor sauce. Flavor? Pork flavor sauce. sauce. Well, so wait, does oh, it actually God. have pork in it, or does it... <coughs> mm. Does it have pork essence? Oh, it's garnished with a chunk of pork meat. So there you go. Oh, there you go. So. Yuck. So, it's, like, it's like one of those Bloody Marys with a hamburger on it, but oh. instead it's coffee with a Ew. pig slice on it. I never understood any of this stuff. Well, that's because in Asia they like weird flavored Th- things, things that like should... aren't supposed to be. You know, they have like Kit Kats that are shrimp flavored or whatever. It's yep. just like if you go to the Asia Mall, mm-hmm. oh gosh, you're like you walking can find around some in your Kit Kats. Yeah, and Fawn will be like, "Can I have this?" Because the package looks fun, and I'm like, "That is uh, <laughs> fish flavored." Truffles, like, or yeah, just exactly. weird stuff. It's just, yeah. Fish-flavored truffles. They have just terrible. really weird things. Yeah. You should, you should look up uh, Japanese pizza toppings. No, oh, I, do, God, I don't want to yeah. do that. No, thank you. Okay, I... fish. So I know they I, like to put mayonnaise on their fish. Yeah, they do. Like, a lot of it. Well, I mean, tartar sauce. Yeah. The kind of mayonnaise. <laughs> on By the way, pizza? Ish. Oh, you but said on their fish. On oh, I meant pizza. Pizza. Oh, no, that sounds gross. I don't like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Wow. I'm one of those people. Mm, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Okay. Mayonnaise. Remember I brought up Oleato? That's like a new yeah. Starbucks beverage. That's coffee with olive oil in it. Ooh. I want to try that. Could be okay if it's very light. A very I, light touch. Yeah. No. I would... Fawn and I, you know those... You know when you see in movies people pour 
liquor into people's mouths at bars. Mm -hmm. We have like an olive oil thing that's like that. And I just like pour, I'll just pour it into Fawn's mouth and I will just like, we love olive oil. Hmm. We thought of Fawny last night because I said we're at Stressa, <laughs> yep. and I will never, ever forget when she was about three years old, maybe four years old, we're sitting at the table, and she goes, oh, no more calamari. Uh, well, first of all, it was at Jimmy's. <laughs> it was at Jimmy's oh, in Minnetonka. And she or... had an Italian accent when she did it. Yes. Oh, she did have an Italian accent. No more calamari. She did that? Yeah. We went to Jimmy's, Dan and I went on Friday night, and I thought of, oh, no, Macalamari. <laughs> <laughs> she did that at Stressa, too, I'm telling you. Well, she says it all the time. Anytime there's no calamari, she says it now. She freaking loves calamari. Isn't it's it amazing like, oh, that a little three-year-old, four-year-old girl loved calamari she as much as she did? five crab cakes on Sunday. <laughs> Five? Well, Five. She about four pounds. She has been eating like an absolute horse mm, for the last grow. week. Well, she, yeah, she was complaining yeah. about growing pains on Sunday night. and I, But she has just been, I mean, she ate yesterday at school. <coughs> she ate her entire cold lunch. And then whenever there's hot lunches that are left over because people that ordered them, the kids are sick or whatever, they offer them to the second grade classroom because they all want to to eat them and it's like if you had a cold lunch then you can have one of the hot lunches that isn't being eaten and fawn is she got one yesterday she ate the hot lunch and 20 minutes after lunch she was like i'm hungry yeah. i was like you had well, two i remember being like that 100%. large lunches and last yeah, night she's, yeah she's a growth spurt kid she, she is a growth spurt kid yeah, yeah like she sage doesn't is, grow forever yeah. and then all of a sudden grows yeah sage is a gradual grower and Fawn is like, uh, all of a sudden, there's an inch and a half overnight. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm interested I to yep. see. Because, yeah, last night she had, we had pasta. She had two servings of pasta, broccoli, mushrooms, two servings of vegan sausage, Jeez. a crab cake, and like half an hour, like before she went to bed, half an hour later, she was like, I'm hungry. Where are you getting these delicious crab like, cakes? Lunds and Byerly's. They're new. Mm. So... Don't have bears in them. Nope. Apparently. They have, we went over to Rain and Anthony's house. Anthony is one of the chefs of the test kitchen at Lunds and Byerly's. And they were on the news last week that they're putting, they're bringing a bunch of new deli foods. And the crab cakes are one of them. And so they made all these crab cakes when we were over there for lunch. And then he was like, here, take some. I have tons. And Vaughn's a huge fan. And they're really good. They're very just like simple and really tasty. And a Dan, really good crab cake should just be basically crab cake with yeah. a little binder. Yeah, yeah. I think not, there's like not, some parsley in it. Maybe there's like some sort yeah, of green thing. Not all like, that yeah. garbage in it. Yes, I know because Raina made a few of them and she's like they're just falling apart. And and I'm like because there's no there's not like a bunch of crap in it to like hold it together. Yeah. It's just crab meat and a little bit of something. Mm. Yeah, a but, lot of the times it's basically <laughs> meatloaf with crab. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's um, it's just like bread crumbs and some crab. Yeah, they're really good though. Yeah, Fawn had five and then. Yesterday, wow. she had one big one. We were like, here. We should mention that Fawn is thin as a rail, too. Mm -hmm. She's the size of a, I'm, and I'm not being dramatic or kidding, she's the size of a five-year-old, and she's almost eight. Yes, she absolutely is. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's very thin. She's, well, that's, that's how my, she's like a horse. And she's that's not, how my eating habits were for ages, is yeah. I wouldn't eat until noon, and then I'd have a little lunch, and then I would come home, and I would clear out half the pantry. Yep. And I was like... 
I wasn't underweight, but I was pretty close to underweight for a very long time. Yeah, like Fawn isn't like skin and bones, you know? She doesn't look like... right. You know, because you see some kids and their spines just sticking out and their ribs are sticking out. She just is That's all I was. And she's... uh, She just has an extremely small skeleton. Yes. Both my kids do. Like, you, you... Take them around the waist, and it's just like this tiny little. Their bones are just yeah. bird bones, and then and Fawn's also extremely short for her age too. Like she's literally the size of a five year old. Yep, she is. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I was going to do some headlines from the Star Tribune this morning. These are the first three headlines, and I'm not skipping over. These are the headlines right in a row. In Minnesota, attacks against police are on the rise, especially in domestic assault calls. Second story, a light in hard times, Burnsville police officer Paul Elmstrand recalled as a loving husband, father, with a unique laugh, he was murdered. The third story, Burnsville firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth remembered as always ready to help, he was murdered. Those are your three top stories well, in the Star Trek. It's all anyone's talking about right now. Jesus. Yes. Well, I mean, so we have, in the building we're at right now, we have a doorman who, he's lived here for 20-something years, but he's originally from Lithuania. Oh, yeah. And I walk in, I go up to the elevator, and I hit the button, and I hear him say, do you hear what happened in Minnesota? Oh, it's been all so, over the national news. I mean, yeah, a 
guy from Lithuania living in Florida heard about this shooting. <laughs> it so it's, it's, yeah, it's all anyone's talking about everywhere. But the violence in Minnesota has just exploded. Yep. Well, so they must be getting the the idea some from somebody that it's okay to do whatever you, you want. Got to Amy do. Klobuchar and Keith Ellison standing there with defund the police signs all over well, the room and what smiling they for the camera and they vilifying everybody. I think that's maybe what happens. That was kind of weird too. A couple of nights ago, Mom and I were walking along, and Andy there. Were you there when the, the no? It's just Mom and yeah. Me no, and, we were all there. Oh, the Palestine. You were uh, walking us march. home. Yeah. That now. This area we're talking about, you can find a Jew or two living yes, in this neighborhood. Yes, you can. And they decided to do a Palestinian march right down the main street of this Jewish neighborhood. Why do we all love to just kill one another and poke the bear? And Why, why do people just love to piss people off now? All of that's based on ancient problems with religious culture. Is that what it is? It's all about religion? I've never gotten over it. I suppose it has to be all about religion. Yep. I don't know. It's unfortunate. It just I'm trying to find something in the Star Tribune to read here, but it's all violence and misery. <clears throat> that's never exactly been a happy newspaper. No, that's no. pretty much true no. as well. Except for when Gelfand worked there. Then it was just, you know, the the, the guiding light of Gelfand's was loving it? personality. Yeah, he's such a happy-go-lucky guy. He is. <laughs> happy-go-lucky kind of A ray of sunshine yes. everywhere he goes. Uh, he lights up ooh. every room he walks into. <laughs> he does light up the room, don't you think? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever works. And yeah, Andy, didn't you run into another family with a, <coughs> from Minnesota? Min- in uh, Melissa did. With, oh, with an Ethan. And he was also too. And guess where they were? At Johan Joe's. Mm-hmm. Johan's Joe. Johan's Joe. Johan's Joe, which is a Swedish coffee house yes. down here. Yep. There you go. Minnesotans all went yes. to Sweden. Yeah. Oh, and she saw. Yeah, and there was another Minnesotan. So she ran. If you want to find a Minnesotan down here, go to Johan Jones. Also, like, people from all over the place. There's, like, French people and Eastern Europeans. It's, like, the gathering. It's the United Nations of restaurants. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, and Ethan is a very popular name. Yeah. We didn't really know it was as popular as it is when we picked it. Yeah. Uh, But it's too late now, I guess. Well, that's, like... fine, yeah. That's, like, Ivy when... Christy named Ivy Ivy our niece. It was like we didn't know any Ivies, and it was like oh, like poison Ivy, like you know, wasn't whatever. that on your mm. list, Alex? No, it was Ivy? Fern. Fern. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We were gonna name Fawn Fern, and then they had Ivy, and we were like, we can't have twin brothers having daughters within two months of each other, both having plant names. That's just weird. Fern and Ivy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, no. Um, this is too like a cartoon. Exactly. I was like, this is this is strange. And we both live in the same city. We both drive Subaru Outbacks. It's just, it's, yeah. I don't, it's, it's odd. Um, but she, there, she was like, we don't know any Ivies. Like, we really like the name. It's easy to pronounce. It's easy to spell. Everyone knows what it is, blah, blah, blah. And like Fawn has two Ivies in her class. Sage has an Ivy in his class. Oh, Sage wow, has really? another Ivy in his gymnastics class. Like, we know probably six Ivies. And like every summer camp that they go to, there's an Ivy. Like, they're everywhere. It's just like names all of a sudden get super. Mm. And like Jack. Yes, they do. I never Jack. met a Jack growing up ever. No. And now Jacks are, there's two Jacks in my niece's class. Sage has a Jack in his class. Vaughn has a friend that's named Jack. They're just so like, it's not John? No, it's Jack. Because Jack used to be a, yeah. just a different version of John. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because they're the same length. I don't. 
understand that. <laughs> it doesn't that. make any sense at well, all. Well, John like, used to be always short for Jonathan. Yeah. And yeah. Jonathan. And Jack was another nickname for a Jonathan. Yeah. I don't know I why. I, don't I wonder know. why. I don't know. Yeah. But that, I, I don't know. Well, they've cycled through every city, every country, every um, plant, animal. They're going to have to go back to Mary... And I was going to say, probably. Yeah, true. Oh, we, there's a whole lot of going back to, like, um, Hezekiah and stuff like that. Oh. Like, very, very, very biblical names. Oh, yeah, oh. I suppose. It just sounds... Yeah, we have... Yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. Just weird. Difficult, Calling your kid Hezekiah. Difficult to say and spell and... That's true. Yeah, it's like, good luck teaching a two-year-old to say that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, oh. we, we have this baby names app that we went through to, oh, yeah. you know, pick you, like, names swipe? for him. Yep, yes, exactly. No. Yeah. Charlie's names, I think it's called. Okay. And I swear a quarter of them are, like, straight out of the Old Testament. Yeah, and oh, you're like, really? this is intense. Yeah. My, ki- my kids have probably not a handful of people in their school that have names like that because they go to a Christian school. Mm-hmm. And it's like people, yeah, like, I'm trying to think of the one kid. He has, like, a name that's just, yeah, like, deep Bible name. Yeah. Zariah? <coughs> yeah, there's a lot of that, like, Zachariah, Emmanuel. But then they can be Zachs. There's a I few. Mean, that's true. There's a decent amount of Solomons. Yep. What well, is not the like short crazy. and cute Saul, name? I suppose. Saul? Saul? Yeah, Saul. Yeah. But they all, they both, the one, the two that I know go by Solomon. Or about mom? The only Sauls I know are Jewish. Yeah, yeah Saul is a very Jewish say, name. Yeah. yeah. Well, Solomon was a Jewish king, I believe, yeah. so. yeah. There sense. you go. Yeah. But like you guys, Andy was named after Andy Fisher, my best friend, and Alex, you were named after your mother. There you go. So that was pretty good. Yep. Easy, easy peasy. Easy. Yep. Oh, no. Easy enough. Really? And Ethan was named after the word Ethan. <laughs> he was named after the word Ethan. Fawn was named and after a baby. Yummy. Yummy. <laughs> Although his middle name is Melissa's grandfather. So there you yeah. go. What is his middle name? James. James. Oh, James, that's right. Mm-hmm. Ethan James. Short for Jim. Yep, when Ethan's in trouble. Long for Jim. Ethan James. That's right. When he's in trouble, she goes Ethan James. Oh, yeah, really? She sure does. <laughs> She's, yeah, she started that very early. Oh, that's And funny. I don't think he appreciates the difference between oh, middle yeah. name and no middle name. So it's like, uh, what's the point? I only ever call my kids by their full names if I'm like jokingly yell quote unquote yelling at them you know like they're doing something they shouldn't yeah. do and i'll be like thon right. mary and erasmussen like joking but not <laughs> i'll do that i, I would never call Thomas her mark bernard oh yeah i would never call them like i would never say sage robert i would say sage robert rasmussen I have a question for you. You think I, I should have picked any more simplistic names? Although I didn't pick Thomas. <clears throat> you didn't pick him. Yeah. Thomas was because I was so big. They thought I was twins. But my four names are Thomas, Mark, Paul, Barnard. That's well, two uh, apostles. Yeah. Two apostles. Yep. They're very simple names. Yeah. So your mom was mm-hmm. a Catholic. So yep. there you go. Yeah, well, no that's like I never that. knew my real name. You did. I was called Kutch my oh, Kutch, entire yeah, right. childhood, oh, yeah. and I remember Which is some. Bohemian? Yeah, it's it Kuchka. means cat. Little cat. Little yep. cat. And I remember somebody at the grocery store is there with my dad and she said, What's your name? And I said, Kutch. And she said, Oh. And she looked at my dad and said, What kind of name is that? And he said, That's not your real name. What's your real name? I'm like, Kutchy? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> something like the that. Long, the long form. Kutch, Kutchka. Kutchka. Something Kutchka. like that. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, That's not your name. 
you don't even know your name. Nobody had ever <laughs> called me by my Catherine. name for until yeah. I was like, I think when I went to second grade. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Huh. Second grade, all of a sudden, it was roll call with my real name. Well, I'm you like, didn't know your mom's real name until you were like what fifty yeah. something. Betty. She never went for it by Bojana. Yep, Bojana was her birth name, and we, none of us had any idea. Bojana like, Ludmilla. Yep. I know. Bojana's actually not that when bad because you could be a Jana or. When did Bo. we find that out? Like eight years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. I did not know it. My well, my mom was hiding her identity. <laughs> Yeah, for, she wouldn't tell anyone yes. her age ever. Because she was a, she was two years older than my father, and she thought that was something she needed to hide. Scandal. Scandal. Hide it scandal. Out. Yep, she thought that was just really a scandal, and so she never she had her driver's license hidden in some secret place. She never carried it because she didn't want anybody to know anything about it. Oh, her. sure, yeah. A real birth year, and she also didn't like the fact that her birthday was on April's April Fool's Day. What's wrong with that? So she always said it was April 2nd instead of the 1st. And yeah, she had all kinds of weird things <laughs> about identity. her birthday. Secret identity. Was she hoping you were going to be born on her birthday? I don't know. You missed it by one day. Yeah, I missed it by a day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's very true. It one of the things the time. I love about my mother when she get mad at one of us. And it, just one of us could be in the room, but she got when she was really mad at us, she would run the list without being able to think about it. She'd just go, Terry, Tom, Todd, Tony, Troy. She'd do all five boys' names. I did yeah, that. I have one kid, and I can't even... <laughs> Is it Daisy? Is it Ethan? I, I don't know. know. See, I never started... you guys used to make fun of me for that. <clears throat> I never had a hard time with that until now Fawn's friends are, like, around all the time. And yeah. so, like, there's all these girl names that are like in my yeah. brain and like mm -hmm. so now all of a sudden I've started kind of saying the wrong name but I didn't have a problem with that for a long time oh, well that's why you don't learn their names I had a bunch of horses dogs cats oh yeah and another thing is I have all of the students in second grade 27 uh, of them in my brain and never... for and kindergarten oh my god I know all the kindergartners names too and how to spell all of them like I, we I were sitting never. before Valentine's Day Fawn was on this side Sage was on this side and they were filling out the Valentines and they were like who should I do next how should I spell their name and I was going like back and forth on both of them and I was putting stickers on the Valentines and I was just like thank god I have ADHD I wouldn't mm. be able to do this <laughs> otherwise and well, I, was I told like, you the story about introducing my roommate to someone right no. Alan, <clears throat> I lived with for like, what, oh, a year yeah. or something like that? you didn't know his, remember his name? Yeah, I had someone over, I don't remember who, and they're like, oh, who's this? And I'm like, this is my roommate, because I could not remember his name <laughs> oh, after well. living, with, live, living with him for a year. I think you have the worst name recall of anyone I know. I do, absolutely. Because like, we, and there's a, like two other situations. So my friend Chloe, who I've been friends with since I was seven, Mm -hmm. years old he right. was talking about he was like i saw somebody that looked just like that girl that you you know and this was like five years yep. ago and i was like the girl i know i know a lot of people <laughs> like, what one. do you there's so many girls that i know and he was like the one i think you might have danced with her who i danced with for like 10 over yeah. 10 years yeah and i was like natalie chloe and he's like i think it might be chloe and i'm like are you well, I know kidding natalie. me yeah I, was, I know i figured but you never know i don't know but yeah you didn't couldn't think of nope. chloe's name and then i remember i dated a boy for two and a half years and then a year later you saw him at a store and you're like i saw that guy that you dated 
I, <laughs> if you ask me his name right now, I would not be able yeah. to tell you. He just, it's like, I don't need this information anymore. Wasn't it like Adam? Hey. Adam was my I, first boyfriend. Oh, it wasn't that oh, one. Okay. Well, it wasn't that one. I got, I, hey, I got a yeah, close association, Yeah, that's surprising that you remember good. that Adam happened at all. That, it is surprising. <laughs> he was so sweet. He wasn't around for long. He was so sweet. He was like the best first boyfriend. He was. Aww. His mother was very nice. I remember that. They were good people. I wish them well. Yeah, they were. Definitely. See, all I remember is Catherine. That's the only name I remember. <laughs> I only have eyes for you. <laughs> Give me a break. Give, Give me, me a break. Give me a big fat break. Yeah, yesterday I took a, a, a the building that we're in. There were a bunch of people that wanted to go play pickleball. So there were like 15 people that signed up. And oh. We all met at this park and we played. And there was a guy who was giving pickleball lessons. And he had everybody's name down. That's how I am. In people, some people are just like that. I'm that minutes. way. I don't get way. it. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how do you? This is a superpower. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really, really good. Yeah. Oh. It was, are you? With kids' mm. names, specifically. Like if I a, remember if a, being at the soccer things and knowing all the kids in the soccer yeah, oh, like yeah? if a parent, team, I don't know why. If a parent introduces themselves to me, I'm not going to remember that name. Child, uh, it's in there. It's locked. I'm like that with dogs. In. Yeah. Yeah. I know the dog's name, but I don't yeah. remember the owner's name. I know. It's because you look at the dog and That's think about true, the dog. Yeah. People, you're just like whatever. The dog demands attention. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You've always yeah. been good with names. Yeah, I have. Well, not like I used to be. Yeah, but you, I remember you remembered people's birthdays and phone numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do you do that? For a long time. Well, the, the reason I can't do it now, I think, is because we we have phones now and all the information's in there. That's true. Yeah, yeah you don't so need I, the recall. I don't need the recall anymore because no. it's all right in there. Yeah. yeah I, don't know, I don't know your new phone number anymore. <clears throat> I don't know any Andy. of your phone numbers. I just, I did, I just yeah. call Andy. Yeah. I know I don't Melissa's know. and mine. I know Andy. I, I know Dan's and mine. And the only reason I know Dan's is because I had to memorize it to call him from like an overseas payphone or something when yep. we were in Europe once. And so I memorized it, and that's why I have it in there. And head. yet, I could tell you phone numbers from 30 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> it's probably not good for us to not have to remember no, things. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I remember, I remember other things, though. Yeah, I mean, like, there's only I don't so know, much space in fo- your brain. Yeah, phone numbers really aren't that important. Yeah. Well. I was playing a game with Sage the other day, and I was like, this is actually probably really good for you to do, like just people in general. Because you had, I'm trying to remember what it was. Because you had to like remember stuff and make connections and stuff. And I was like, if I think if you played a this. memory a, game? It wasn't just like a. It'll come to me. See, I can't even remember the game. Um, well, I guess it didn't work very well. But I just remember saying to whoever we were playing with, I, mean, I play a lot of games with that kid. Yes, he a is a game player. Games. And yeah. so, but I remember being like, I feel like if everybody did this a few times a week, they in into old age, it would serve them well. Cause well, it it's just, been yeah. proven that playing cards, mm-hmm. games, things like that are very good for your memory. Yep, and learning a new sport, like pickleball, is supposed to be really good for mm. um, your eye-to-hand coordination. Yep, which is very you know that diminishes as you get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and your balance yeah. and all of that stuff. So I, that's probably part of the reason why pickleball is 
turned into mm-hmm. such a phenomenon. Well, a lot yeah. of older people just get complacent and they mm-hmm. just stop. They don't learn. They don't do anything. They mm-hmm. just kind of sit there all day and that's and watch TV. Yeah, why isn't why wouldn't your brain decay if you're not using that it is at all? Very true. Yeah, and it's true. stop reading. You should read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I now use math more than I have in over a decade because I have to correct the yeah. kids' math papers and I'm like, oh yeah. Addition Although, and subtraction. <laughs> Don't use that very much. Hopefully it's not too difficult for you. Yeah. No, it's not. But it's like like when I'm grading the papers, I'm like, I have I'm doing addition and subtraction because like now they're learning um adding subtraction. Adding together three three digit numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's always fun. And I'm like carrying. And, yeah, and care. Yeah, but what is it called? They don't say carry the one anymore. It's they don't. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, it's Common Core New math tens is, crap. Yeah, yeah, it's they ruined mathematics when sure you did. guys were it's, in yeah, school. Yeah, like something the ten. It's I try, what the heck did no, you No, I say? carried the ten. I remember it was carry the ten. Yeah, it was it's still carry style. the ten. Yeah. Oh, was it? I know. Carry there was the a ten. certain point where you it was, I would look at your <clears> math and I was like, what are they? Oh yeah, well, a lot of because parents. at a certain point we started learning like calculus and stuff that no, you haven't used in thirty years. Well, no, it wasn't here's calculus. here's an example of how oh, yeah. the second grade, although her school is a, a half a year ahead of public schools in math, so she's doing what like a third grader does at the beginning yeah. of third grade. Okay, um, but like the math that they do, so say it's. 423 plus 140. Dad, come on. It's a a chart. So there's those two are at the top. And then there's all these red lines that are pointing. And you have to do. Well, you have to do. You put the 100s here. Yep. So mm-hmm. the 100 and the 400 plus, and then you do the tens. So it's 20 plus 40 or whatever I said. And then the ones. So it's three whatever plus zero. And then yeah. you add the hundreds together and then you add the tens together. But that ends up being a hundred. So then you have to break that apart into one hundreds and tens. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. add How the stupid. ones together. It's literally a I mean, I just helped a bunch of kids with this yesterday because it's such it's a it takes it adding takes forever. And it puts it into a, I want to say, like, eight-step process. Well, it's, it's recursion is what it is. Yeah. Is you do these steps, and then whatever you have left over, you do them again, <clears throat> and you just keep doing the steps until yeah. there's nothing left. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's a valid way to do it, but it's yeah. also not the most efficient or easy way and to do it. And that's the thing, because I'm like, if half of these kids that came up to me, no more than half, if 80% of the kids that came up to me asking for help yesterday, if I just wrote the numbers on top of the, each other and said, add them together, they would have just been able to do it without any question. But yeah. they all were like, what do I do here? Where do I put what? what? But so I, what is the point of making mathematics so stupid because kids in school well here's the thing that i respect it but i also hate it because everybody learns math so differently that's true you know like you think about seven plus 12 some people would just be like 19 some people would be like okay so seven plus two some people would have to finger count seven eight nine and then put the 10 in front of it and you have 19 some people would think okay well seven plus three is 10 but you take the one away because it's less one less than so nine Mm -hmm. like there's just all so many ways to 
do math. And so they're like, we're going to teach well, you all of them. And then you just cling on to the one that makes sense to you. And yeah. then you'll be able to do it. Whereas mm. when we were in school, it was like, this is how it is. And you just have to do it. We're like, Andy had a yep, horrible time in algebra because he was just like, I can't do it the way that you're telling me to. You know where I learned how to multiply nines? Hey, Arnold. Really? Hey Arnold. Yep. The show Hey Arnold. Arnold Arnold showed what's the, the black kid's name is Eugene, I think. He was showing him how to uh multiply nines because Eugene wasn't getting it. And it was like the the trick where it's like, you know, you subtract one and then you add it to the other end or whatever. Sure. You know how you know the nines trick. Right. And then Eugene Gerald. was like Gerald. Gerald, Gerald yes. I was like, Gerald was like, I got a better idea. And Arnold's like, <clears throat> Yeah, and he says, Memorize it. <laughs> so that works for some people. Yeah. Some, some people, people would, you, they just memorize their times tables and yeah. they know them. But well, I have to have those shortcuts you, and tricks. Me too. If you look at any uh, videos of college students uh, being asked what 15 times 4 is, um, oh, and they yeah. can't even come up with close to the right four? answer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Couldn't yep. be any easier. No, they thought the, the consensus was, and it was interesting because they all, one person was 24. It's 24. What? And and because they were certain, they sounded certain, they all agreed that, yes, 24 sounded. So it was like instant groupthink. It was not like, man, 15 four times has to be more than 24. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. 15 two times yeah. more than yeah, 24. Yeah, 24 isn't that far away from 15. No. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> it's, it's like they like clearly the... don't even know what multiplication is if they think no. that's no. the answer. And these are college Students. What almost sounds like the conformity experiment from a long time ago, yeah. where like they'd have a bunch of people in a room, and one was the subject and the others were plants, mm -hmm. and they would like put a question up on the screen, and everyone had to like you know raise your hand if ten is greater than five or whatever, right? And they would put obviously wrong stuff on there, and they'd have all the plants raise their hand, and they'd see how often the subject would, and it was like a third of the time people would be like, oh yeah, uh, five is greater than ten because everyone else says it is. What? Yeah, well, that's like it's a it's a yeah, psychological Jesus. phenomenon. They if somebody if there's somebody that is like, I am f positive about this, like if you say it with enough confidence, even if it's clearly not true, like people will agree with you because that's just how the human brain works. Oh, yeah. Well, politicians figured that out a long time ago. Because it's like if, if they're like, I'm not quite sure, but it's like, oh, you clearly know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. You say it with conviction. Mm -hmm. So what you were talking about earlier, 15, four times. <clears throat> so they go four times five is 20. Four times one is four. So it's 24. Is I that how they got so. there? Oh. That, I mean, or I'm wondering if it was a conformity experiment yeah. and was being shown out of context. Because like yeah. the, oh, maybe, yeah. because the one guy immediately said the wrong thing so confidently mm -hmm. and they all fell in line. Yeah. No, that they, makes me think that it was mm -hmm. done on purpose. No, they didn't all come up with it at the same time. At first they were, they were completely 15 times 4, 15 times 4. And they came up with all kinds of different ones. None of them were even close to right. And then... One of them said, it's 24, it's 24. Yeah. And then they all why. started agreeing. <clears throat> that's what it is. So I don't think Andy's, it was. Look at him. <laughs> Five times four is 20. Four times one is four. 24. Well, I just remember, um, I remember seeing a, a video. It was Florida college students could not find the state of Florida on a map of the United <laughs> States. It, you talk about a standalone state. Couldn't even find the state. How? I don't. 
bad like I can see, bad teaching. Like if someone said the, point to Kansas, Utah, yeah. I would probably have a bit of difficulty because it's yeah. like one of those square states yeah, it's just in the kind middle of, buried of the country. In the middle, but, yeah. but Florida mm-hmm. is so distinct. Yes, it's the Italy of America. Yeah, it's the Italy. Yeah, basically, it's like saying like you know, point to India or Japan. It's like they're very obviously outlined. Yeah, you're you're always going to know where those places are. Yeah, or it's like South or South Africa. It's like, yeah, it's obvious. I guess I should thank Mr. Rust, my seventh grade social studies teacher, that made us color maps Mm -hmm. of everything all the time. Uh, And I'm pretty good at geography because of that. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Andy, guess what the second graders listened to the other day? The Nations of the World with Yako Warner. It's for, it was uh, for reading. We were learning about conjunctions. Conjunction junction? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, to be fair, the Nations of the World is very outdated and wrong. Yes. Like it's got um, Czechoslovakia in there, for example. Yeah. Yugoslavia. Yeah. They don't exist anymore. It's not real. No, we listened to Conjunction Junction, and I was like, because she was, I, I came in. And the kids were like, you said that we could watch a video during lunch. And I was like, oh, what video are we going to watch? And she was like, it's a song that you're going to have in your head the rest of the day. And I was like, what? And she she was like, well, we're learning about conjunctions. And I was like, conjunction, junction, what's your function? And it's just, I don't know what it is about that video, but it just stays with you forever. You've been hearing it for your entire life. That's what. But I mean, I remember watching it in school. What is it about that video specifically? It's probably one of the first educational videos kids watch. I was going to say, like, the kids in Fawn's class watch videos all the time. But back then, but back we had then VHS. It was like, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> it was giant like a, VCRs they had to wheel into yeah, the room. It was, and it was an, a big deal to yeah, watch a video. It was an class. exciting ordeal. Now it's like, yeah. oh, just pop it up on the screen and watch. Yeah, teacher <laughs> takes out her iPhone and casts it over to the projector. Right. No problem. Yeah, like, they watch these videos sometimes during lunch about. They're like Bible stories, what they listen to, and it's like these specific Bible stories. And every single time they start the video with just, this is Jesus. And Jesus goes, ayo. No. <laughs> and the whole class, the whole class, every single time, this is Jesus. They all, ayo. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I got to run something by you guys. And I'm being very serious about this because I've never, ever paid attention to this, but they use it a lot more than they used to. There's a headline that says, Red State Push for More Gun-Carrying Teachers Hits Resistance. I have no idea if they're talking about Republicans or Democrats. Right? Red state. Like, do they want oh, them to the carry resistance? guns? Or no, they... the Red State. Red State means uh, Republican. Oh, they... Red's Republican? Yeah. And blue is Democrat. You're just See, I've never paid any attention to that. You know that. You know that. I have never Which paid attention to that. Which one's the elephant and which forget. one's the donkey? I don't know. 
The donkey is the Democrats. Donkey's Democrats. Well, the, I, what I didn't know is the red-blue thing was invented for the 2000 election. Before that, the red-blue dichotomy wasn't a thing. See, that's probably why I never paid any attention to it. Why don't they just use it? a D and an R and forget about it? I know. Well, it's like when you're coloring in a map, it's easier for all the news sources to say, like, this <coughs> is yeah, the Republican is color, the, yeah. so then you Which can just I mean, look at a map. Because oh. before that was like you know probably green and fuchsia or something. It's like well, I don't know which side. But it's actually kind of misleading because a lot of states are another Purple. party outside of a city. <clears throat> That's yeah. true. And the city might take mm. it just because they have a bigger population. Yeah. That's but almost that every state. Really call it doesn't really show yeah. how people are voting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember as a little boy hearing a friend of mine's parents arguing, and they were of different political beliefs. The husband and the wife different political beliefs, and the wife said to the husband. I will hug your elephant if you kiss my ass. Oh, I will wow. never forget that. Okay. That's, that's a snappy comeback. That's a my snappy goodness. comeback. It's a good one. Um, there's a big article today about uh, your, what the hell is that guy's name again? Uh, Taylor Swift ver- and uh, Beard Travis Kelsey. Guy. Travis Beard Kelsey, guy. there you go. Okay. My guy? I just call him Beard Guy. Beard. Oh, Beard Guy. Taylor Swift Tour versus the Super Bowl. Which act won Vegas's short-term rental showdown? What does that mean? Oh, like, well, the, the Super Bowl this. was in Las Vegas yeah. this year, and then she did, or did Alex, was it a series of shows in, in well, Vegas? She did it, no, she was touring, so she did, she probably did two nights in Vegas, would be my guess. She did two nights in oh. Minneapolis. So they're probably saying which one sold more tickets when Taylor Swift was doing her concert in Vegas or the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Well, it says the Eras Tour and the big game both impacted the city's short-term rental <laughs> market, but one show brought in more revenue. Should I click on and figure out who do you think brought in more revenue? Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce's not part of the argument. I would say Taylor Swift. Well, no. No, Super Bowl. Because it's a once-in-a-year once thing. And okay. people will fly into Vegas from elsewhere for the Super Bowl. And tickets yeah, to true. the Super Bowl were so extremely expensive. I mean, Taylor Swift tickets yeah. were expensive, but they were like $400 But most people are paying at least 8000 for Super Bowl yeah. tickets. Yep. So I yeah. would say the Super Bowl... Like, Taylor Swift might have had more people. Like surrounding it because people at Taylor Swift concerts there were people that were just standing around the arenas to listen to the songs now this is just the short term rental for the Super Bowl it would be two days and for her concert it was two days correct okay. I'm, yep, maybe the I don't know. Super Bowl's total revenue impact on short term <clears throat> rentals was 5.73 million from its February 11 uh, touchdown at Las Vegas Allegiant Stadium, according to exclusive data analysis by short-term rental analytics from AirDNA, Swift's total revenue impact was $1.6 million. Yeah. So these are people renting hotel rooms so they could go see Taylor Swift. Maybe even Seattle. Airbnbs, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. Airbnbs. Yeah, because not as many people, because Taylor Swift was going to every state. So yeah. pe- not as many people needed to travel to Vegas to go see right. her because they were coming to a place closer to she was coming to a place closer to them whereas the Super Bowl it was like tons of people traveled to right so that makes see, sense see my, my deal on this one and I got nothing against Taylor Swift I, she's not my cup of tea <clears throat> and all the rest of it but she's become this huge gigantic thing it's weird um, why, how did she get so big and why did she get so big industry astroturfing the it means she was shilled by the industry because they knew that they could make a lot of money off of it. Oh, I see. I mean, and she, that whole Kanye, when she won the Grammy and Kanye oh, stole the mic, right. that was kind of like, because she that had her? been, yeah. 
Oh, I don't even I don't even remember her being part of that. I yep. just knew Kanye stole it from someone. <laughs> from Taylor Swift. Because she had been yeah. around for quite a while before that. Yeah, I mean, she no got really popular cared. when she was like, what, 16? Yeah. But And she was like a very mid-level, like, you know, her songs were popular, but just as much, same as everybody else that you hear on the radio. And then that Kanye West thing happened, and then all of a sudden, slowly oh, after sense. that, it was like, ah, yep. she just got more and more. And now she's definitely at her peak. Like, this is, it can't yeah. get any more Taylor Swift. Oh, and she's she's smart. She's capitalizing on this. Yeah. How tall is she? I think she's 5'11". Yeah, she looks like it. Yeah, she's tall. She feels a lot like you, actually. Tall and lean. She is? How come you didn't yeah. make 1.7 million last uh, week? Because yeah. I had to work for a living when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, there you just go. just go running around She has to work. Songs. How old is she now? She writes all her songs. I think she's, she's my, my age. age. Well, no, our age, roughly. What, like 35, 36? I think she's the same age as me. She is, oh, she's 34. She's actually saying, younger than both she's, of us. She's a couple months younger than me. Yeah. Oh, she's okay. almost a full year younger than you. She's born in December. Oh, okay. So, yeah, she's actually younger than I yeah. thought she I was. Thought, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's like right around my age or a little, like a little younger. I don't know who came up with that idea of coupling her with a football player, but that was brilliant. Yeah, they really yeah. are. They're, yep. Everywhere. It's not gonna. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna continue. This will never come to its finish, uh, unless you meet a very short. This was all about marketing. Yeah, a lot of a lot of relationships are in Hollywood and music land. Yeah, it's true. You know, maybe it's not. Maybe they really met and fell in love, and they are so f- well. Because I have a friend that's a Swifty. I have a couple friends oh, that are do. Swifties. Um, but my friend Raina is a Swifty. And she knows all of the things and whatever. And I, we were over at their house on Saturday. And I was like, so what's the deal? Like, why is everyone so obsessed with Taylor Swift and Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey? And she's because like, because... told to be. She's like, because all Taylor Swift people remember... She was in a relationship with some other singer-songwriter, I don't know who, for Many. seven years. Oh. She was, oh, really? for she was seven with Harry years. Styles for a while. Yeah, only for a little bit when they were like teenagers or like really oh. early 20s. It was like a okay. it was a fleeting thing. But she oh. was with somebody that I don't know who it was. Like it's not somebody that I have heard of for like seven years. And she was like, and that relationship, like he, they did not acknowledge each other. They didn't talk about the relationship ever. He never went to any of her concerts it was like it kept extremely, extremely, extremely private. And everyone was like, it seems that he is not wanting to acknowledge her. And that had to be hurtful. And like this was the whole thing. And now and then her rebound from that was like some horrible, awful guy that was just disgusting and terrible. Like who? That only you, lasted. No, you wouldn't know. Oh, I don't, don't remember know his name. It was just some like gross guy. And that only lasted a few months. And now she's with this Travis Kelsey person. And he's just like you know kind of a goof and like they're very public about their relationship and they're both very excited and happy and so everyone's so happy for taylor swift that she's with somebody that's silly and fun like she is and they're acknowledging her and they're proud of her and she deserves that that's why swifties are all excited about it oh there you go so bizarre that's what i got songs are very okay to me yeah, they're. I mean, they're very they're, okay. Pretty yeah, much just. Yeah, I mean, they're very okay. Is I'd say that. Yeah, they're very okay. She is. Um, 
she's a, she's an attractive woman. She's pretty, but she's not like stunning, drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, which I think also maybe helps. Yeah, because she's relatable. Think, well, that's exactly like what you you're know. saying with the breakup mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and you know, it's just she is more relatable. And we haven't yeah. had anybody like that in a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Britney Spears. She was almost she was there, and then yes. she kind of cracked up. She went, yes. yeah. Well, she got she extremely, crazy. extremely famous very young. She yeah. did. Like Taylor Swift has been famous, but not like superstardom craziness until now in her mid thirties. And Britney Spears was there at like eighteen. Yeah, and she yeah. got. They launched. were also they were playing up her youth <clears throat> to a kind yeah. of a gross degree. Oh, totally. In hindsight, like dressing her up as a schoolgirl kind yeah. of. Yeah, like you have she to sexualized be her big time. Yeah, like you have to be 18, I mean. young yeah. and innocent, but also sexy. It's yep. like how yeah. this is weird. And you're a child. Yeah, I don't feel like Taylor Swift plays that up. No, she doesn't do the like sexy thing. No, no, which is which nice. I appreciate. Like I appreciate. Taylor Swift and like what she's done. I think she's like a good, a good celebrity. Like she doesn't get into a bunch of trouble or act like a fool yeah, or drugs. Yeah. Like she's not, you know, whatever. Know she's just like right. living her life and writing her songs. And I mean, good for her. Yeah, I don't love her music. I don't dislike her music. I, I don't know. Fawn is very against Taylor Swift. Does not like her. Fawn, really? doesn't like Taylor no, Swift. She swears. She music. swears in a few songs. Oh, oh she doesn't like swearing. Yeah, that's no. true. She is a Harry Styles stan, as the kids say. <laughs> Do you ever right. wonder what's going to be like her Spice Girls? I don't think that that's a thing anymore. Kids just like Girl obsessing groups? over one group yeah. or whatever. I don't no? think that that's a thing that exists anymore. Like I think. Well, I mean, they're Swifties and they're much worse than <clears throat> Spice Mania was. Yeah, but that's one person. Because, like, yeah. groups, people love that. What's the Korean? A B12 or whatever? Or B12. <laughs> what is it? B17 bomber. Oh, my gosh. What are they called? It's a Korean it's a K-pop? Korean boy band. It's a K-pop band. K-pop is Korean pop. What the yes. heck? BTS. BTS. There we go. Yeah. They, people, love, people love BTS, but it, it's m- not... Nearly is well, it's in sync. Backstreet like, yeah, it's yeah, more you, niche. You ask the average American what they think of BTS, they're going to say, "What's BTS?" Yeah, like, I've never but heard of them. Among BTS fans, yes. they define themselves around yes. BTS. Yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah, and like Blackpink is another K-pop band. Blackpink. They're girls. They're a female uh, band. Is one of so them it's black like and one of them pink. Kind of like it's kind of like the Spice Girls. It's a similar like BTS Blackpink is like the K-pop niche Spice Girls in sync. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Which like some people are super into it, but it's not as much of a phenomenon as the Spice Girls and in sync was. Well, we learned a lot today on the show. It's it's time to wrap it up. Now yeah, look at all the things we we learned today. I mean. Look at Child- children's eating habits. Mm-hmm. Children's eating habits, all the good stuff. All right, that is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.